When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. Live from Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, Mountaineer football is on the air with the Neil Brown Show. Your chance to interact with Coach Brown comes your way on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. The Neil Brown Show is brought to you by... Dan Ryan Builders, better value, better living. Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, home of the Neil Brown Show. MCM Business Systems, we mean business. Bud Light, crisp, please enjoy responsibly. By Mountaineer World, the largest WVU store in the world. Located off I-79, Bridgeport exit 121. By Subway Restaurants, the official training restaurant of athletes everywhere. United Bank, West Virginia's bank, proud to be united with the Mountaineers. And by WVU Medicine, official medical provider of Mountaineers. Mountaineer Athletics. To submit a question for the show, tweet us at WVUMSN. Now, let's talk Mountaineer football with Coach Neil Brown. Alongside former Mountaineer offensive lineman Dale Wolfley, here's Tony Caridi. And greetings, everyone, across the state of West Virginia and beyond. We welcome you. It is time for the Neil Brown Show here from Kegler's Sports Bar and Grill, Sports Bar and Lounge, Sports Bar and Bocce Arena. We welcome <laughs> we welcome you in, Tony Caridi, along with Dale Wolfley and the head coach of the Mountaineers, Neil Brown. We're with you until 8 o'clock this evening talking WVU football. West Virginia against the Wildcats of Kansas State coming up on Saturday afternoon. It will be the 10th all-time meeting between the two teams, the 8th since uh, both schools became members of the Big 12 Conference. Obviously, K-State was in there long before West Virginia. This is West Virginia's eighth year into the league. So eight meetings in league play, and this will be the 10th overall meeting. Interesting, and I still I got to figure this one out. The first ever meeting between West Virginia and Kansas State came in 1930. 
for some reason. 1930. 1930. Is that a train ride, Tony? That, that was a train ride, I would imagine, and obviously our nation. You were not on the call, correct? I was, I was not there. Jack Fleming wasn't even there uh, back in 1930, and they uh, they played. That was think about think about the where the world was at that point. 30, the depression is on, right? Mm-hmm. The great crash is in 1929, so 1930, the the, uh, the the world is upside down, and the Mountaineers. Uh, in Kansas State, meet for the first time. So 3.30 is our kickoff on Saturday. Noon is our airtime from Manhattan. We'll talk more about that coming up. We've got trivia for you. We've got some tickets to give away as well. We've got items to give away. And we welcome your emails and your text questions. The number is 304-314-4161. That's 304-314-4161. 61 will take your texts as well. Good evening, Wolf. Uh, good evening, Tony and Coach. Uh, Coach, uh, Wolf's in good spirits. Mm-hmm. I asked him before the show. I just got here a little bit ago. I got, I said, uh, Wolf, did you eat yet? He said, oh, yeah. I <laughs> he said, two burgers. He got two burgers down. But he said, did you wait. eat the one with your name on it? No, no, I did not. I was trying to be healthy today. There you go. <laughs> so, well, well, we'll get into that. So he said, but two burgers, but no bread. Hey, there you go. So I think, right? If you do that, totally yeah. healthy, right? Wolf, what is it on? What is on your burger here on the menu that makes it uh, perhaps something that's a bit large? Well, obviously it's a large patty, Tony. How big? Oh, what are we talking there? I think it's. Hey, Dougie, how large is it? What is it, Doug? Eight. A half of a pound. Okay, okay a half so pound hamburger. So then you go ahead and you throw a Philly cheesesteak on top of that. You put a chili cheese. Okay, uh, yeah, Philly cheesesteak, cheese okay. and then you throw the famous Kegler's gold sauce on top. And then you have to put, you know, all kinds of whatever else you want, like the, the good onions and right. lettuce and sure. you know, all the fixings. Healthy, man. healthy, and healthy, absolutely. It's, it's a wonderful burger. I just can't do it every time and stay under three bills. <laughs> hey, you have to earn. You, oh, you yeah. earn. You have to earn it to get it, your name on a on a menu, especially a burger. You got to yeah. earn that wolf. You got to be they, a guy. They don't, they don't hand those out. So basically, if it's eight ounces of meat, by the time that comes to your plate, I mean it's it's tipping toward thirteen ounces. I would think yeah. when you almost a pound of food. Yeah, I would say so. Totally. That's and then good. If you're but it's a, the it's a nice it. it's a nice manly it's a that's a manly meal. And it's juicy. <laughs> if, if, if Tony was going to have something on the menu, what would it be? Like Tony's tilapia? <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Tony's, I'm like, that's pretty good. Hey, right, Neil, listen. Listen to me. I wouldn't mind having a fish. I, tilapia is a bad fish. Yeah, it is a, a bad yeah. fish, man. <laughs> that's what I, I, mean, I was just looking for a T word. Uh, I appreciate that. No, yeah, I get it, yeah. but that's bad fish. We that, could that, actually we could raise that in a farm. We could grow, get a little oh, pond right out here, and we could grow that. That's bad fish, tilapia. Anyway, that's the, not why you got here. All right, so we're going to talk West Virginia football coming up uh, tonight. The Mountaineers in K State. We're going to look back. Obviously, we're sat- going to look back very briefly. Yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. Saturday, Saturday, I would imagine of all the games um, that you've obviously been here for, that was the one that surprised you the most. Was that a fair statement? Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, and really, the surprising piece is is we just that our kids weren't weren't ready to go at the start on defense. You know, because and and we're gonna. We're going to build this thing around. we got to play quality defense. And to me, defense gives you a chance week in and week out. All right, offenses, and you can watch it across college football. You can watch it in the NFL. There's going to be days when a quarterback doesn't play as well or somebody is going to do something that's unexpected. But defense keeps you in games, gives you a chance every week. And your defense should not be allowed to go up and down, okay, and, and, and definitely can't no-show you in the, in the early beginnings. And that's what happened on Saturday is we just, we just played – 
we chose a, a bad time to play our worst football of the year. And I can't explain any other than we just – we weren't ready to go defensively. And, um, you know, it, before before we've broken a sweat, it's 21-3. to three. And so, uh, disappointing performance. Um, you know, I think uh, our guys for – and I think it is what it is. It's it's It was embarrassing first quarter and a half. Um, I did think we rebounded and I thought we played better. I think we gave up field goal for the last two and a half quarters, but the damage had already been done. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, TC, I think when you have a young, youthful team, I, I think it's it's not unnormal that when you have a gap, you have a gap for a few times. And I think what happened in that, because you could see them settle down after Coach said in the second quarter, but, you know, those those five series is like they couldn't regroup and, and rebound themselves because you're mentally not prepared as an immature, as a youthful team. And I think that's where you find the immature teams that are make that transition to the mature. And I, I, I know that's happened. I know that's not an excuse, and I'm not giving an excuse, but I, I have noticed through my career when you see youthful teams give mistakes up, they're usually – one right after the other until they can get it together. Is yeah. that a fair statement? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And I think, too, is – like, I've been hard on our guys, but I think you got to give a little credit to Texas Tech. They came in off a of bye week. Um, they had uh, – you know, the quarterback played well. He moved around in the pocket. Um, he changed his arm releases. They got – they did a really good job of getting five guys out fast, and they were getting four guys to one side. And when you do that, when you get four, you only get five eligible receivers. You get four to one side, and they were getting them in a hurry. And Duffy was moving over. Uh, they hit us three times on big plays on that. And, and once we got adjusted, it was we got it correct. They didn't hit it the rest of the game. But um, So credit to them, too. I've been hard on our guys. Probably hadn't given them enough credit. Um, but they, they had some nice things schematically for us. And on their side of the deal, emotionally, they were sitting around, as you said. They had the off week, but they were in a state of bum out after the way they lost at Kansas, right? They were. And I look back at that and I say that they used that as a catalyst, as motivation, the mm -hmm. next time that they came out, right? That was. And it's very similar to how we, how our guys played um, with a chip on their shoulder going to Baylor. That, right. that, it better be how we play going to Manhattan this weekend, you know, yeah. because um, – but you got we got to have consistency. I mean, that's not – I'm not up here making excuses. We didn't, we didn't play well. Um, and that that's that's on myself and our excuse me and our staff. When you come out of the game on uh, Saturday, you talk about uh, in your post game press conference. You mentioned, mm -hmm. "Hey guys, obviously, basically what you just said. You know, I'm disappointed. I'm embarrassed by how we performed because the fans were there for us, and we are going to have yeah. a successful program." Important to note too. I'm embarrassed by our performance, not by our kids. I'm not embarrassed of our kids. I, I don't, sure. You know, I, I care about those guys. I'm not embarrassed that we didn't do anything behavior-wise or anything like that. I'm embarrassed by how we performed. There's a clear distinction, but performance and the personal side of it. But I, I was I was clearly um, uh, embarrassed by how we played the game. All right, go on. I'm sorry. I didn't That's right. No, no, no. You're totally fine. So you so you you made your statement there, and you I know we're going to have a successful program here. Uh, it's just a matter of putting the pieces together. Let Let's go back about 52 steps here. And step back to when you started, because as I said, I think on last week's show, we're getting close to one year. Yeah. When you put your when you put your foundation points into this mm -hmm. program and you started to build culture, mm -hmm. you're you're doing a couple of things. You're building your team, X's and O's. You're building your team in the weight room, but you're also building your team as far as um, culture as to what you want. You did a lot of things that we all saw collectively in the off season uh, to build team chemistry and you 
Give me your take as to how that normally progresses. If it was easy to do, it'd be, hey, this is going to take three months to finish it. How does that work? Where are you guys at in your process and as far as you as far as you go? I think I think it's to be determined. So when you you know, if you go back to January, if you want to start back at the beginning, you know, I think and, and I mean it is what it is. I mean, the team is clearly different than probably on paper what we thought it was going to be in January. Um couple couple offensive linemen not not available. Um you know, one of them transferred, lose what is the leading receiver coming back um, off off the team from a year ago. Um, then defensively, lose an all-conference player in the secondary, lose a couple more key um, mm-hmm. key contributors uh, on special teams, really two of their better special teams players off that team. So when some of that started to unfold um, kind of in the spring, I knew we were looking at uh, really going to be a young football team and a lot uh, really unproven. And so the way the way I approached it is no different from a coaching standpoint and how we prepared our players and all that kind of stuff. But I knew culturally we were really um, kind of starting from scratch outside of strength conditioning and, and academics. We were, we were we were starting at scratch. So. Basically, the to me the the foundations of, of any any you gotta have a belief system. What what do you believe in from a football standpoint? What do you believe in, just as far as what you stand for as as a person? So we have the belief system. We have these core values, and the two most important core values are discipline and accountability. And the reason to me they're the most important is because those are the mo- those are the ones that show up repeatedly in the game of football. All right, and as you can see, there's been times where we played really disciplined football, and there's been times where we haven't. You know, and so we're we're still very much a work in progress on those key, key core values, and then what we've what we've done, and I think we've been successful at this point, and it only continue to grow, is we've got to create an environment around our program. All right, so within inside the building, our environment is it's one that's fun, it's positive energy. You know, I think our guys are upbeat. You know, in context for sure. where we're at right now, in context, they're. There, we have positive energy in there. It's very competitive. All right, we've got a we've got an environment where we're trying to change their best every single day. Um, so we've got a ton of growth we need to make. All right, but I think this is an important foundational level. Has it been as successful as we want it to be? Absolutely not. Do we ever want to have this kind of loot? Absolutely not. Um, am I at a point where like I'm extremely frustrated at some points at how we play? Absolutely. But I'm still very hopeful because we're playing a lot of these young guys, and right now we're taking some lumps, okay? At some point, we're going to play really good football. I, my expectation is it's going to be Saturday. But if it's not Saturday, it's going to be some point at this season. And, and, and then we're going to be consistently playing at a high level, whether it's some point next year or whether it's into year three. I don't, I'm not sure. But I do know with the people that we're putting on the field, we're going to be significantly better. And that's why I wanted to say that after the game because I did appreciate those fans showing up. All right, and we can talk about that later. But it's sometimes, and this is a hard reality, and, and, and sometimes things get worse before they get better. And we're going through some of those growing pains right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Tony, 21 freshmen and retro freshmen. I mean, I'm not making excuses. Coach is not for a coach or nobody. It is what it is. It's a reality. When you're playing 21 of those guys, I can tell you, I went through the list. We filmed the Wolf's Den today because we were late because we had the Children's Hospital yesterday, the telethon, sort of the day of giving for, for West Virginia, the BVU, that is. And so I filmed it today, and I went through the receivers. And all the receivers, except for George Campbell, except for Giovanni Haskins, okay, 
are first-year players. First year, you, you look at Winston Wright. First year, Sam James. First year. Okay, you, you look at oh Isaiah Esdale. He's a redshirt sophomore. This is his first year in the program. He was at Eastern Arizona Community College. They only threw the ball eight times a game there. Okay, so he's a young player. You, you look at Ali Jennings. First year player. All these guys. And then you take Tony Mathis, and guess what? He's got four more years left. I mean, he, he's playing there. This is what they're playing with. And actually, between the two quarterbacks of Kendall and Deggie, they threw for 498 yards. I mean, that's absolutely amazing. Sam James, the only freshman in school history to catch 14 receptions, 223 yards. Uh, his 14 receptions were number two in the country this year. So far, he's number two in the country. His 223 yards are number eight in the country. That's two top tens for a redshirt freshman. Okay, now if you got Jared Deggie's playing the first time in his career there, you got Austin Kendall as a, still a first-year player. I mean, this is the first year he started. Right. I mean, you, you got then you, you want to go into the offensive line. I, I mean, it, 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 you know, Goodmunder, uh, Mays, first year. Uh, Goodmunder was a defensive lineman last year. Uh, I mean, it's this is what you're dealing with. This is the reality of it. Again, there's no excuses, but you can't tell me all this. I mean, let's re- remember Michael Laughlin's out there, tight end. He was a receiver last year. He was not even put his hand down in a three-point stance. I mean, this is what the transition you're going through. And then let's go over to defense. And then let's go find out why we're in special teams, whether they're number two team in punt return defense. What do, you got all this youth. You got these guys buying in. And I walk over there, and I'm in the office every day, and I see the, the players. They are upbeat. They are happy. I'll be really surprised if they don't come out to Manhattan and have a great effort and be competitive. Yeah. I, mean, I know I'm, get, I'm going on a little bit of a rant here, but it is what it is. At least see it. Oh, yeah. There's no question. No question. Uh, extremely youthful, and that's just the cyclical nature. And then you take a look at the other side of things. In Kansas State, you're going to go up against an offensive line that's got five fifth-year seniors that start. Five fifth-year seniors. They've got guys that have played over 40 games, uh, which is just amazing. It's just, it's just the way college athletics works. Unfortunately, West Virginia at this point is just in one of those areas uh, for I'm, various I'm hoping, reasons. Tony, what I'm hoping is, like, you know, Dax is over there. He goes 100 miles per hour. And, you know, I'm hoping it's like that. We're going to play all these freshmen. We just got way more energy. And they're fifth-year seniors. They just get tired. They get tired. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Dax is bouncing right now in the seat pretty good there. He's, he's got energy. He's ready. He's ready to roll. He's ready to roll. Stay with us. We've got more coming up. If you'd like to text us, 304-314-4161. 304-314-4161. We're live at Kegler's, home of the Neil Brown Show, Thursday, 6 to 8. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Want to be a part of the Neil Brown Show? Tweet us your questions at WVUMSN. Now back to Kegler's Sports Bar and Grill for more of tonight's show. We have breaking controversy here on the Neil Brown Show. Breaking controversy. Someone has uh, hit us up on the text line. 
and they say, I love tilapia, love the light flavor and texture. I'd take that over salmon any day health-wise. Tilapia is less likely to have mercury contamination than many other types of fish. I mean, Tony, you can't even talk without upsetting somebody. <laughs> you can't even talk about fish. No, I you mean, gotta, you got you to be politically correct on fish these days, yeah. too. All right. I mean, texture, okay. You're I'm right. a liker of all fish. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, when you're when you're struggling, hey, you're you're riding the fence hard. I'm yeah. riding the fence hard. You don't want to offend the, uh, the fish <laughs> advocacy groups. No, 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 no. doubt. Uh, Neil is identifying as a fish-eating meat eater. Uh, that's, it. that's 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 where we're. I'll at. take the heat, though. I don't like the lot. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, bring us up to speed here on practice this week. Uh, and I know for the most part these guys. Have it was been cold. Coming. Yeah, what'd you think of that? No, it was good. It was, was, good. It, was it ever that cold in Alabama when you were coaching? Uh, that would be a no. I'll say this. So we go to we play in a bowl game in Mobile, and so. You know, 35 feels different in West Virginia than it does in Mobile, Alabama, coming yes. off the bay, you know? Yes, it and does. so it's all about expectations. But we played in a bowl game. It was actually in 2010. It was actually my last game as the offense coordinator at, uh, at Troy before I went to Texas Tech. And we played a bowl game. I think it was the, I don't know, the GMAC or the GoDaddy at that time. But, and that was as cold as I've been. It was in the 20s in Mobile for that game. Woo. And if you don't have the right stuff, it it's a miserable a, it, day. It can be a bad. It can yeah, be that, a bad day. Yeah, that can that can be. We got beaten double overtime uh, in that game on a blocked field goal, and they sent. We got beat by Central Michigan. They had a guy. We had the more more highly touted receiver at the time, a kid named Jarrell Journey, and he was a third round pick. Played for the Giants, won a Super Bowl, and so we had our guy, and he went for almost a two hundred. And then <laughs> I Central, know where you're going with this. And then Central Michigan had this little guy that nobody really knew about except the Mac at the time. And he's pretty famous now, Antonio Brown. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. And so they went head-to-head. -head. It was a great football game. And off you went. You go, boy, that guy's going to be pretty good someday, right? Yeah. yeah. I still thought my guy was better at the time. but uh, and, and Jernigan was really, really good. He had some knee issues, and, and Antonio took off. On Saturday, fortunately, speaking of the weather, things should be pretty good. They're talking yeah, looks about nice. upper 50s uh, at Kansas State. What's your When you think of Kansas State from your time at Texas Tech, uh, Bill Snyder obviously was there at that time. What is your mo? Every program's got an identity. Every program's got a culture. What's your What's your take on Kansas State football? So, if you do one of these deals, the first thing that pops your head, um, I think they're a team that's disciplined. I think they maximize their talent, and I think they don't beat themselves. Um, and I think that the thing that's kind of doesn't get talked about. Uh, when you talk about Coach Snyder and and really because th there's so many of his players still on the team and and I think they've done a tremendous job of developing players and they they have one of the best walk-on programs in the country uh, year in and year out and they do a great job from the time somebody enters their program till the time they're a fourth and a fifth year uh, either a fourth year senior or a fifth year senior so but they are and, and when you turn on the film this time is you know, last played them in 2012, I think, and they were number one in the country last time. Last time we went up there, or last time I coached in a game there, we were playing them as the number one team in the country. Colin Klein, who's yeah. now the quarterback coach, he was uh, he was playing quarterback at that time. And they're they are uh, they're a disciplined team. When I turn them on, very very well coached. They don't do anything that puts them in bad positions to lose games. 
Like you have to beat them. And so, um, and they're they're really a veteran group, and and they're consistently have older players because they do such a good job of developing those guys, and those guys stay there for a long time. You know, they're second in the league in penalties. Uh, you know, the least amount of penalties. So obviously, that's discipline right there. I think we're first. We may be first in league games only. I think you might be right. Yeah, yeah. I think so. That may be an overrated stat, but they do play discipline. Yeah, and they're plus thirteen in the turnovers gained. I mean, that's a that's a. They've big done a nice stat. job. They they really have. They um, special teams. When you watch them, they're they're really sound. Uh, they've always been good in the return game. They're no different. They've returned two kickoff returns for a touchdown. Um, I know Sean Snyder or Sean Snyder's still on staff there. I don't. He used to be heavily involved in special teams. I'm not sure if he does or if he is now or not. But they've always been good in the return game. You know, going back to Lockett, and they've had several there. Um, mm-hmm. Offensively, they want to line up and run the football. You know, they're a power running team. They that's how they won their national championships at North Dakota State. Um, they're going to be creative in how they how they run it. Um, they're different. You know, people think when they think creativity, they always think about spreads and throws and all those. They're really creative in how they run the football. They line up in multiple formations, shifts, tight ends, fullbacks, but they figure out a way to try to outgap you in the run game. And then defensively, they get lined up and they play. You know, they. You know, you constantly, as an as an offense coach, you're trying to, hey, how can we take advantage of numbers here? How can we take advantage? How can we manipulate splits? How can we use motions? And they're sound. They're not, they don't, they're not trying to trick you. They're just really sound in how they line up and how they play ball. And then they do. I think the defining factor for them is the stat that sticks out to me is third downs. On offense, they've converted them at a high rate, especially a third and short, third and medium. And then on defense, they're third in the country as, as far as getting off the field. And, and that, that's allowed them to lead. I think they're either one or two um, in time of possession in the entire country, which is impressive. I'll tell you another scary stat on these guys. How about this one? They're, among, they're, they're either leading the nation or they're two in the nation in red zone defense. But how about this stat? On average, teams only get inside of their 20-yard line 2.6 times per game. Mm-hmm. Think about that. So they're they get, really good. They get off the field. They get off the field. Yep, they get off the yeah. field. Tony, they've only given up 25 third-down conversions all season. 25. That, that's a, I mean, that's 26% uh, is what he equates out to a percentage. But that, that's obscene, man, like for a team. 26%. 25 third-downs. I yeah. mean, coach is exactly right. They get off the, the field and, and they convert their first downs because they're always getting four, five, six yards on first and second down. So they're making it easy on third down to convert that. And that, of course, is why they keep running the ball and keep pounding. And it's a, it's a pretty good scheme. And, and when you're right, coach, when you talk about Chris Kleiman at North Dakota State, that's exactly how he ran his game plans mm-hmm. up there. So they really didn't change much going from a, a Bill Schneider to a Chris Kleiman. Sure. They, 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 had, they had good personnel in place and and, and Coach Klein and his staff have done a good job just kind of continuing on culturally, especially what they were doing there. So they come into this game, and they have three losses on the season. They lost to Oklahoma State, they lost to Baylor, and they lost to Texas. So you obviously, as coaches, you guys are watching who well, they, they lose. Yeah, well, I'll say this, too, and this may be where you're going. They lost two games in a row to Oklahoma State and Baylor, but they had multiple people out. One of them was Herbert, who's their best defensive lineman. He was out. And they had a couple missing pieces there. Um, and so the the Oklahoma State game and the Baylor game, they weren't necessarily at full, full strength. Um, but they've been at every game. I mean, they've been right into it. You know, they, they had multiple opportunities to win the game at Texas. When they, when they have given up some points, how have teams scored on them? You know, the, 
they've given up some some plays uh, to some of the elite receivers in our league, you know, and I think that that sticks out. I think the people that have done a good job scoring touchdowns in the red zone, I think that's been something that's been significant. Um, and the teams that they've if if they've been able to limit their run game, especially on first down, then that's what Baylor is able to do. That's what Oklahoma State was able to do in Texas after the first two drives of the game. So Kansas State jumped out 14-0 on their first two drives. But then Texas really uh, took away the run game. So the teams that have been able to limit them on runs, especially on first downs, um, have done a nice job versus them. They're running 43 times a game. That's a lot of runs that they're getting. And when you look at Skylar Thompson, he needs 29 yards on Saturday in rushing to be the first or the fourth quarterback in school history to throw for 3,000 yards and be able to run for 1,000. So that's quite an accomplishment, excuse me, accomplishment for a redshirt junior. You mentioned that they run the ball, but they can be complicated in how they run it. Walk us through that a little bit. What does yeah. the team do to make that a challenge, the way that they load it up? All right, so they have, let's say they have, um, they run inside zone, they run outside zone, they run gap schemes, multiple gap schemes. What, what they do is, is they give you pre-snap uh, motions, pre-snap shifts. They use multiple tight ends. They move the receivers in and use them in the run game. And so what they do is, which in, in any time that you're playing, or even, you know, spread teams do this as well, but what they do is they try to get you lined up and where you have to play, the more gaps you, they make you play, the more opportunities you have for your defense not to get lined up. So they really outgap you, and, and they do a nice job. They're well coached. Um, and I think their offensive line is they're all on the same page. They do a great job communicating. They don't, they don't give up run-throughs or anything like that. So um, – we're going to have to go beat these guys. They're not going to hand anything to us. We're going to have to go out, and, and, and for us to win the game, we're going to have to take it. I was listening to a K-State podcast, Insiders podcast. Did you get any uh, good insider information? They, they said something that was really interesting. They felt that their offensive line blocked a four-man front much better than they do a three-man front, which numerically you'd think, wait a second, it'd be easier to block three than it is four. Well, but, not so fast. That's so fast because what you have to do then is get up to the second level. Mm -hmm. So you have to secure the first level in the three, but then that leaves another backer there. So you have to actually work in combination together and then get up and make well, that, it. Make nobody, it nobody actually plays just three down linemen, though. They play three and they stand up two on the outside yeah. and they go like this. Yeah. So it becomes a five-man front real fast. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, then, and, then it's, and then it's even money. Yeah, and then it's then it's one-on-one. -on -one. Yep. We invite you to stay tuned. We've got more coming up. We'll get to the text line. Once again, if you'd like to send us a text question, 304-314-4161, 304-314-4161. We're back at you after this from Farmer Clinic Campbell, West Virginia's Injury Lawyers. Have you been injured in a wreck? You shouldn't have to worry about fighting the insurance company, and it shouldn't cost you a dime. Call attorneys Farmer, Klein, and Campbell, 800-687-5990. We help fellow West Virginians. Ask around. We've probably helped a friend, neighbor, or even a family member. We never ask you for money, and we don't get paid unless you do. Injured in a wreck? Call the law firm you know, 800-687-5990. Attorneys Farmer, Klein, and Campbell. Around here, you matter. 
With 16 locations and over 100 years of providing excellent customer service in West Virginia, Central Supply is the largest one-stop shop for all home improvement projects. Whether it's concrete products, building supplies, insulated concrete foundations, concrete masonry units, retaining wall systems, or septic tanks, Central Supply is the place. Just stop by one of our showrooms and view the largest brick, manufactured stone, paver, and aggregate displays in North Central West Virginia. Or visit us at www.centralsupplywv.com. This is a radio ad for Natural Light, although you may know us as Natty Light. We've got big news. We made a 6% hard seltzer. So move over, basic seltzers of the world, because Natty Light Seltzer has entered the chat. Our seltzers come in flavors like Aloha Beaches, a mango and peach-flavored blend, and Catalina Lime Mixer. When cherry and lime become best friends, Natty Light Seltzer, the seltzer you never saw coming, is here. Enjoy responsibly. 2019 Anheuser-Busch Catalina Lime Mixer Natural Light Aloha Beaches-flavored malt beverages, sales in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. For us, it's gold and blue. This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Today, millions of people all across America are building a life in recovery from addiction and mental illness, helping themselves and helping each other with friends, family, and community lending their strength and support. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, for you or someone you know, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Neil Brown Show continues from Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, exclusively on the Mountaineer Sports Network. Now to talk more X's and O's with Coach Brown, here again, Tony Caridi. And the Wolfman, Del Wolfley, is here with us. Tomorrow night, at this time, we'll already be on the air. West Virginia against Pitt, the backyard brawl of basketball. Pre-game coverage begins at 6. Tip-off is set for 7. The Mountaineers inside the Peterson Event Center, game number 2 of the season four. WVU. It's going to be a fun doing Oh, that'll be good. That'll be good. Now, you know, Tony, do you, what's your opinion? Do you think that the pit rivalry is still today what it once was? No, because there isn't the frequency of playing one another. However, I still do think that it is the biggest rival. But obviously, when you don't play consistently, the animosity level you know, it grows. You got, you got, yeah, you gotta, you gotta have. I think you gotta have more frequency to be mad. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if something happened last year in a game, you remember that the next year, and that's the same guy that's back there, and that just kind of builds it. But when it's like when we're off from each other a while, I think. When I hear Sweet Caroline around here, it, it seems like it's pretty uh, hostile still. Let's back that down. Let's back that. Down. <laughs> that's just, coaches, coaches, hey. kids are here. Let's back yeah. that down. A so. Bit. I looked at I was ordering food, so I've got it. If tilapia is not your deal, I think it's the Caridi Cobb salad. 
Oh, there you go. Karidi Cobb Salad. Big salad guy. Or Karidi uh, Caesar Wrap. Those are both. That's kind of where I see this going. That's fine. No, I'd, be, I'd be good with that. I'd be good with either of that. You, yeah. you all right with that? Yeah, Darren yeah. here is the official. You got it coming. You got Very it coming. Good. There's good. I'm all right with that. Yeah, the Karidi Cobb Salad. So, I mean, I'm, I'm right behind a hamburger. You know, Cobb salad. Are you on the menu uh, if, here? A, if a fight breaks out, <laughs> if a fight breaks out, I'm going with the hamburger guy. Are you? Are, do you? Are you on the menu? No, I haven't won enough games. Obviously, <laughs> Dougie, can we get something? Can we he said it? we got to play better. I'm, I'm with him. I agree. What, what do you need? What do you need? Two years. It takes two years. <laughs> <laughs> what's, yeah. what's Hugs got? What? What does? Does Hugs have something here? Hugs does not have anything here. Wolfley has something. Hugs does not have something hey, on the that's menu. So true. <laughs> what in the heck is going on? In was Greg? Wolf was Wolf was a better player? Is that what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna. You know, I tell you what. I'm not. Well, you know, I am gonna bring it up with hugs next week when yeah, we're on the show. I knew that was coming. That could. That'll take care of about 35 minutes of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so tell him I'm loving it. <laughs> so just let me know the Creedy Cobb or the Creedy Caesar wrap. I think that's where we're going. All right, I, Cobb might work better alliteration there. It might be fine. <laughs> All right, here comes a text question. Steve from Philippi. Hey, Coach, how is the Division I talent in the state versus other states? I think when you have that to talk, you have to go per capita. Um, yeah. Because just from the sheer population, it's, it's not a fair question for West Virginia just because the number of people is so much smaller than it is in some other states. Um, but I think that – I think the important thing for us, and this is – it's probably not a direct answer, but we have to get the FBS, the, the Power 5 talent in the state. And so if you look at it a year ago, there's two two kids that were in the state that are starting for Power 5 programs as true freshmen that, that we weren't able to get. And for us to be successful, for us to build a championship-level program, is we have to be like Georgia. Georgia signs the top, you know, most of the top talent in the state of Georgia. Alabama signs most of the top talent in Alabama. You know, and, you know, we move on and on through these through the top teams in the country, and we can't be any different. We've got to sign the top kids in the, in, in the state of West Virginia to be a championship-level program. Right. So the way I look, here's the way I approach it. I don't, I don't know exactly. I don't want to put a number on it year in and year out, but I'll just use a number three, okay, because it's easy math, okay, so it's a lot easier for me. So let's say you have three – um, power five, and there may be more. There may be years where there's five. I don't know. But let's just say there's three power five level players in the state of West Virginia. So you sign the three all five years, that means you're going to have 15 on your roster. Okay. Let's say, let's say you do a great job with our walk-on program, which that's something that we're making a valiant effort to, to improve, and I think that's going to pay off dividends for us, just like it is for Kansas State. It's, so let's say there's another eight to ten Got kids that walk on the program that earn scholarships, like a Dante Matamico, just right. off the top of my head. Okay, so now you have 25 players on your roster on scholarship that are from the the state of West Virginia. So more than a quarter of your team is from our home state. I think when we can do that, then that's then we're going to have this thing rolling. Yeah, spring ball. I was going to just say that. Were you going to go into that? I was going to say, we'd have a lot more let's if talk, we had spring ball. Let's talk a little bit of spring ball. What is your? What can you do to try to wave your arms and say, hey, guys, here in the state of West Virginia, we need to have spring football practice? 
You, are you, you know, an advocate school, of that? I don't want to put words I, in your mouth. Are you an advocate? I am. Of that? I am. Here's what it, it's. Uh, I do like it. I think you got to have the right rules, though. So because there's so many small schools in the state, so I think you got to find the right window. All right. So because you don't want to take kids away from track, you don't want to take kids away from baseball. So you got to have the right window. So is the right window at the end of May? Um, I think it needs to be during the evaluation period. So you have the evaluation period starts April 15th to end of the, to, to May 31st. So I do think it's important for the state of West Virginia to give guy, give our, our student athletes, our high school football players, the opportunity to get evaluated in a live situation. Okay. But I think we got to find the right time that doesn't take away guys from baseball and track because so many, so sure. many, there's so many small schools in the state, but I'm a huge advocate. I think it's important. I think you put rules in place where you limit the, the you don't necessarily have tackle football. You know, I'd be, you know, because so many small schools, maybe it's not tackle football, but you allow seven on seven or you allow shells practices, whatever it is. But I think that is really important. I'll, I'll speak from Kentucky, being from Kentucky, okay? So they went uh, to spring practice. I'm going to ballpark it 15 years ago. And it has significantly helped the product of high school football. And there's been more recruits from the state over the last 15 years because not only are kids getting developed but they're also getting seen and so in similar states and it's been very very positive uh in the state of kentucky to have spring football and they did it where it hits you basically have a window after your high school basketball is over all right through um i don't know exactly what the rules are but they they did it in the same way where it doesn't interfere with the spring sports yeah I sure hope those out there who are in charge just heard that yeah. because it would help West Virginia football and players get up here to the big Power Five teams, even if it's just developing as a walk-on to eventually get a scholarship because all that development is all there if they want it. They're not using any of it. if They're not getting any developed, Tony. Nothing after the football season. Well, if you have four weeks a year additional, right? It doesn't even need to be four weeks. You, well, I mean, you like, let's say, you know, let's say like Georgia. Georgia is a, a high bed for high school football. You basically have, uh, you have ten practices. It has to be over, I think, seventeen days, and I, and I may be off a day or two, but it's basically it's a short window, you know. But I think you get fundamental work, okay. But you also get to be seen, you know. If we're signing guys, like we want to see, like live evaluations are critical. You know what I mean? Like live evaluations. Mm-hmm. I can watch video, but I don't really – it's better in person. So if we have spring football in state, gives gives coaches, not only our program but other coaches, the Division two programs in the state, gives you the opportunity to see them live. Yeah, absolutely. I would say what are the negatives? No, I think the only pushback you would get is exactly what you said. The smaller schools would say, hey, we're, we're losing kids out to track – and we're losing kids out to well, baseball. We, got, we just but, got, to, we got to have common sense. You know, and I say this all the time, and I don't really know how we got off on this, but, like, the specialty in high school sports, now, I don't understand it. Like, I was very, very fortunate. Probably a unique situation because my dad was a principal. So, the co- like, I played all three sports in high school and had phenomenal experience doing that. But I don't get the specialization that we have right now. I don't think it's healthy. You know, we you got eight, nine, ten-year-olds that are specializing in the one sport. I don't, I don't understand. I don't think it's healthy. I think you use multiple muscles the more sports you play. I think the kids get burnt out. And so I think that and, – and here's the deal. The only reason that kids specialize is because adults. It's not because they want to do one thing. Oh, that's a good Does that make sense? Bring it. 
I like it. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. It's gone crazy. It's gone crazy. Well, let me say this, Tony. So I get this asked all the time by, you know, former players or people that know I'm associated with WVU is, you know, is it beneficial for your kids if you want them to go to WVU? If you want the coaches to see you, is it beneficial for you to go to the WVU football camps in the summer? Yes, it is. Yeah. Because just what he said, it is him and the aggressive coaching staff evaluating life. And that is such more powerful than watching a video. It is, because you don't know all the, the things around. You don't know the opponents. You don't know all those things. But I, I'm serious on that. I think specialization, especially in youth sports, is a negative. I think there's a reason. I think it's correlated to injuries. Um, and I, I just think that as – as, I just think it's better to play multiple sports. No, I agree. Uh, I totally agree with you. You, t- you think about the kids that came through Don Nealon's football camp, Wolf, through the years that mm-hmm. got offered because they came here. How about a linebacker by the name of Grant Wiley? Yep. He wasn't getting anything. Gets Comes down here. They see him. They're going to offer him. Leaves yep. as an All-American. Yep. And one of the best players in school history, right? I mean, just because they saw him. Got to get here. It happens all the time. Uh, text message. Offensive line. Looking to spring with starting center and three guards returning but losing both tackles. Any thought to moving Josh Sills to tackle? Well, we're – I think – as we get into it, you know, as you, as you flip the page, you know, offensive line is a is a point of emphasis for us in recruiting. You know, I think that's a that's definitely a place we've got to upgrade there. Um, I think Josh is has all the capabilities of playing left tackle without a doubt. Um, he's in rehab right now. He's doing well. Um, I think his future is really bright uh, as he comes back from from this injury, and, and he definitely could i think a lot of it's going to be on how how his body changes uh, but he definitely could um, play tackle next text question hey coach does noah guzman have a red shirt year to use really impressed by him seems to be around the ball at all times he does he does he's a he's a he's a true true sophomore um he he's a guy that we signed from from california we after some of the safety defections we had we needed to add a kid late and he was a full qualifier. Then went to a local junior college in California. Uh, played as a freshman, so he used a freshman area there. He's playing as a sophomore for us, and he does. He has two years remaining after this, plus a redshirt year. All right. Twelve so, tackles against Baylor, Tony. Yep. Twelve yeah. he first did. game. He did. And, and he played well. Uh, came off the bench on Saturday, and I thought he played well. Uh, is there a start time for the Oklahoma State game yet? No. no not yet. Not yet. Six-day window, so it could come late Saturday night uh, by Sunday, by lunchtime Sunday, definitely. It will be out. Uh, let's see here. Coach Brown, as a longtime Mountaineer fan, I have witnessed one climb when Coach Nealon took over in 1980, changed the culture, played for a national championship. I'm looking forward to the day when you get this program in gear because Mountaineer Morgantown will be rocking. No matter of it, but when, trust the climb. Vic from Polka. Well, Polka, I, I appreciate it. That's right. Polka's got a good – got a good high school football oh, team, too. They got, well, they got the dots. They got the best nickname. <laughs> and all, they got the best they, nickname. Uh, but I, I, appreciate, I appreciate the email. I think as you study – as I've studied, and you and the, the gentlemen on my right and left know a lot more than I do about the history of the program because they've witnessed a lot of it. But I think there's been two significant – turns and coach Nealon had one and then also um, uh, Rich had one as well and both experienced uh, some down but then really brought the program to probably its, its biggest highs 
Yep, absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Someone reacting to when I said the uh, pit animosity has lessened. Uh, he said, no waning pit hatred here. So he's... <laughs> Not, I told you. He's not, he not buying that in there. Um, okay, that's the deal. We'll, we'll step aside. We invite you to stay tuned. Coming up, uh, we've got trivia. We have got uh, giveaways and a whole lot more, so do stay with us. More coming up on the Neil Brown Show after this from GoMart. Go for good times. Go for GoMart. Here, tradition runs deep. Our heritage is rooted in dedication and perseverance. Pride isn't just a word. It embodies every step we take. It's a legacy that echoes from our past and shapes our future. That's why GoMart is proud to fuel Mountaineer players and fans as the official convenience store of WVU Athletics. Go to GoMart.com to find a location near you. Let's go. Hi, it's Tony Caridi. When it comes time to buy a car or a truck, new or pre-owned, I think we all want the same thing. That's to have a positive experience during and long after the purchase. Well, I know the guys that have been delivering great experiences for decades. And when your next time to buy arrives, I strongly recommend you check them out. It's Mark LaRose Ford in Gasaway. You've got my word. They'll treat you first class. Just 62 seconds off exit 62 in Gasaway. Visit MarkLaRoseFord.com. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Custard Stand Chili is the official chili of WVU Athletics. Eat like a mountaineer and enjoy the chili proudly made in West Virginia at your tailgate, the game, or at home. Visit CustardStand.com for stores and restaurants or order online. This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. We depend on our drinking water supply daily, but where does that water come from? Your water provider encourages you to get to know your local water source so together we can protect and preserve it. The investments we make as a community to protect our water source now ensure we have a sustainable drinking water supply for the future. Visit drinktap.org to learn more. This message is brought to you by the American Water Works Association and your local water provider. More from Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, home of the Neil Brown Show. Got a question for Coach Brown? Send us a tweet at WVUMSN. All right, we're going to have a contest. So the text line number is this, 304-314-4161. It's an outrage that Neil does not have. Neil and... <laughs> <laughs> Neil and Hugs don't have something on the menu here yeah. at Kegler's Sports Bar. 
Yeah, ex thank you, Greg. Thank oh, you, Greg. They, they, Greg, right. So that's exactly what I was going to ask. So here you go. Text this in. Text this in. 304-314-4161. Here's your question of the night. If Kegler's, and I think they'll do this, if Kegler's did have a food menu item for Neil Brown and a food menu item for Bob Huggins, what would the food be? Right? That's the question of the night. So if Wolf here already has this, like, 32-pound hamburger, <laughs> I mean, fine. Good for him. We're, we're happy for him, right, Neil? We share in hey, his happiness. No he, earned got, yeah, he earned it. He earned it. He absolutely He's earned it. He's probably put in some time here. So um, if Neil were to have a food item at Kegler's, what would the food item be and what would it be called? And Hugs, the same thing. And I'm stunned that Hugs does not have something on the menu yet. The number to text is 304 314 You're rubbing this in, aren't you? I'm going to bust him yeah. pretty good. Yeah. 304-314-4161. 304-314-4161. You said last week All right. we were talking about the moment got too big at certain times when you're young. Sometimes the moment becomes too big and you don't live up to that moment. You said that you had one of those moments. You're a freshman receiver at Kentucky. Tim Couch throws you, if I'm not mistaken, a crossing route. You were actually listening. I was. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, um, and, and you catch the ball, and you've got all this field ahead of you. I mean, it's gonna, this thing's probably going to go. You're probably going to run to Louisville. I mean, right. all the there way to Louisville, go. from there Lexington to Louisville. And you slip and you fall, and you said the moment got too, too big too big for me. Okay. Yes. So with that being said, started thinking about that a little bit. Is that the most embarrassing moment that you had in sport? If not, what was as a player? That, 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 was, that was, I don't think that was the most embarrassing moment. Um, it was embarrassing. Um, most embarrassing moment in sport. You threw that on me, man. You didn't, we well, had, let me we're ask coming you off this. a commercial I'll, break. I'll give you mine. I'll give you mine. I'll give you mine. Right. <laughs> this is true. Here's my most, I'll give you two moments. Okay. Baseball player, 10th grade, let off a game, fouled a ball off into the parking lot behind the backstop. Yep. Hit the windshield of a station wagon. This is old school station wagon. Crystallized it. <laughs> third, so the whole thing is just crystallized. Yep. Right. I just thought of one, by the way, too. Third time, third at bat, same game. Third at bat, same game. Yes, thank you. Fouled another one off, same exact window, straight through. True story. Now I'm going to give you the second part of that. So I made the all-star team that year. Right? We have one game under the lights, all-star game. I let off an inning, and I made an out. I don't know if I struck out, grounded out, whatever I did. We batted around. I got up the second time in the same inning. Two outs, I made the third out. I made two <laughs> outs in an inning. That's bad. That's bad. All right, so I got an even better one. All right, so freshman year in high school. All right, so freshman year in high school, I had to kick, right? <laughs> oh, so, really? Oh, yeah. So oh, in high school now, I was I was a good punter, like okay. quality punter. Um, but anyway. And so, but for the JV team, freshman year, um, it's one of these deals. I probably weighed 140 pounds my freshman year. I was probably good enough playing the varsity, but I wasn't real sure that I wanted all that contact at 140 pounds or whatever. Right. And so, um, anyway, I had to kick off. All right. So, I'm not a soccer style, all that kind of – yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I was just trying to get it. They just wanted me to get on the ball. All right. Kick it, squib the whole time. I hit a – uh, backwards kickoff. Like, <laughs> the ball hit. The ball hit. This is a true story, Tony. The ball hit, like, five yards because you're trying to hit the top of the ball. 
somehow the ball hits, spins, and goes backwards. How about that? So that's a penalty against you for not going 10 yards, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ball didn't go 10 yards. It's even worse. It's yeah. even worse. I'll give you another one, too. So my mom had been making a point. It was my freshman year in high school. I'm going back freshman year twice. And so my mom had made a point is we were riding down the road, and she had told me, she said, I don't know what made it, you know, mother's in, intuition or whatever. She said, can you read that sign up there? And I couldn't, okay? And so, and because she thought I needed contacts. Right. Well, I didn't want anything to do with contacts. No, well, you were being support. cool. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, and so, it probably wasn't a week after that, I'm sitting in the outfield, okay? So, I'm playing playing baseball. Started for our freshman baseball team. No contact there, so I was good. I was good. 140 pounds. I played baseball, you know. That's right. Um, so playing, we're, we went on and won the region championship that year. But I'm playing in the outfield, and it's a, one of those overcast days where the white sky, which those are the hardest times to catch a baseball, especially if your eyes aren't as good as you think they are, right? So <laughs> fly ball comes in outfield. And I, I'm, I'm a freshman, all right. So whatever, 14, 15 years old at the time. And I can't find the ball. And the ball literally lands like two feet away from me. Clump. Clump. Right on the ground. Yep. I was in the eye doctor the next day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Got them contacts. Yeah, I got those contacts. It's a miracle. It was a miracle, too. I was like, oh, yeah, I can actually can see better now. Wolf, <laughs> the, the, ba- the baseball has seams. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> what, an, what an idea, putting red seams on that thing. Wolf, you have to have something. Yeah, I guess I'd have to go back to Orchard Park High School there uh, in Buffalo. And I played lacrosse. Did but, you really? Yeah, I played the great. That's a fun game, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's it a is. physical game. Yeah, it sure is. I and never saw that until I went to UMass. Oh, that's oh, a yeah, real game. It's a, it is. And so we got into a scrum, and some of the stick got up my shorts. Okay. <laughs> and so the shorts ripped. Oh. <laughs> so I'm running down the field in my jock strap. <laughs> But you kept playing. I kept playing until the coach called timeout and called me over. He said, you can't do that, son. Oh, I like that. Wolf, now wait a second. That's good. That's real sports. You got to give us something when you were a professional wrestler that happened that wasn't supposed to happen. Okay. I can think of one right off the bat. Okay. So, you know, when you're professional wrestling, you, you, you see him go in the grasp in the corners and you start having a conversation about, okay, we're going to do this, jump over top, leapfrog, come outside. Wait a second. Okay. It's not real? It's not real, Tony. I'm just telling you. I don't think I'm blowing anyone's mind here except, you know, maybe Gressel because he still believes in it. (laughs) You know, the average mentality that they're trying to hit at in WWE, okay, is nine years old. That's what they're shooting for, the average mentality. So whether you're 80 years old or you're nine years old, they're hoping you're nine years old mentality. So anyways... JYD, remember Junkyard Dog? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Was, no yeah. Doubt. He had the chains on him and everything. Yeah. He, well, he came out and he gave me this whole thing about what to do. Well, I forgot what to do. <laughs> and so I went and screwed up. And he's like, What's wrong with you? And he, he's t- and the, So he's the talking to you while, you, well, while you're in and, this and, clinch? And the ref is t- talks to you too. He's in part of the whole thing. So when the ref is like, hey, you know, back up, split up, guys, he's like, dude, you got to do it this way or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, he, he's actually mouthing. So he's talking to me. I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. And so J, JYD finally just hauled up and hit me <laughs> and decked me. And I just went down and took the pin because I didn't know what to do. I mean, I had no idea. I totally lost my mind. I melted down. And it was JYD. And he's, a, you know, kind of a Hall of Famer. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? So, yeah, time. there's no doubt. As I, I went there, I screwed up the whole match. And he said, I'm not going to wrestle you again until you get your act together. How about that? <laughs> yes. Did you know, all right, so 
Wolf, are you still following wrestling? I know. Okay, so I don't know who the – does anybody here follow oh, wrestling? Oh, I'm sure there's someone here. No, no Gresso does. Yeah. I, I, who is the who's the, the WWE champion right now? Does anybody know? Who's the WWE champion? I don't buy that nobody in this building knows. But anyway, Darren, I'll find Darren's it. holding back. But I'll find it. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, so Brock Lesnar. All right, so Wyatt Earp. There's a guy, not Wyatt Earp, but uh, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. All right, Bray Wyatt has been the champion here recently. I don't know. Here's a, here's a <laughs> random fact. Bray Wyatt played for us at Troy when I was an offensive coach. There. Oh, really? Oh. Offensive coordinator. Bray Wyatt. How about that? So, Wolf obviously played here, and then his good buddy from the same high school who was an offensive lineman together at Syracuse named Blake Bednars, you guys got together after you played at your respective colleges, and you became the tag team partner. What was it called? What were you called? Pain and Insane, America's Most Wanted. <laughs> we came in in shackles and orange jumpsuits. Uh, I was insane. He was paid. He was, you know, he, Blake was bigger, but I used to do flips off the top rope. At 300-plus yeah. pounds. So, you know, I was okay in my day. Brock Lesnar, that's exactly who it is. Yep. He got the crown champion October of this year, October 4. So some these guys are, guys are shaking their head about, yeah, of course he did, man. No, he's, on your phone. he's on their phone just like you're on the computer. Yeah, exactly. But check that out. Bray Wyatt, he, he did. He played for us at Troy. Here's some recommendations on a food item for you. Ready? The hot brown. The Neil hot brown. <laughs> That's so what, what, that, what, that, did Brooks send that in? No. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what, so why? So what would that be? Would that be a hot dog? The you new hot brown? Oh, do you, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Do you not know what a hot brown is? I don't. Somebody with as much culture as you. I don't. What is it? Now, you're you're gonna look that up, right? No, I know. Now. Tell me what it is. What is it? Skeeter ah. comes through again. Yep. Oh, Kentucky. I see a Kentucky roast it's beef sandwich. It's called a Kentucky hot brown. I didn't know that. Okay. I'm from Buffalo, beef on weck, right? Yeah, okay, man. Wolf, yeah. that's that, that's the deal there. There's, there's a there's a comment. That's been the most questions we've gotten all year on this one. Right? Coach Coach Neil's nachos yeah, I, is I, another. You're a nacho guy, right? You I'm can fine. Yeah. Coach Neil nacho, Neil Brown trout. Trust the climb. <laughs> <laughs> the sub on the sub on it has to be trust the climb. No doubt. So it needs to be something like if it is the Neil Brown nachos, like a high thing on nachos, and it says trust the climb. That's what go. it needs to be. Yeah, no doubt. Brown's Blazing Wings. That's uh, that's very easily doable here. Uh, yeah, he goes uh, for Coach. A Neil Hot Brown. Going to have to think about hugs for a moment. And incidentally, I live in Polka. And even though they've had great success on the football field the last two years, um, more than several years before, they didn't win a game. Okay, no one's ever happy. <laughs> no one's ever happy. Enjoy the moment. Uh, hugs gets a Cincinnati-style Coney dog named uh, the Huggy Dog. Yeah. And I, apparently, I'm the dumbest guy well, in the room. And Brown gets a... Kentucky hot brown. Well, there are just people out there more cultured than you. I do. I mean, <laughs> can we do a Reuben Brown? Yeah. Is that what you said? Here we go. Hugs, bourbon, chicken, and Neil, chicken with brown rice. I, I, can, I can see both of those. Yeah. That's a pretty good. Neil with brown rice? I was, I was thinking for hugs, and I don't want to speak for him, but I was thinking <laughs> tying in some Cincinnati chili. and. You yeah, know, you yeah. could do that. Something like that. Uh, let's see. Roy from Petersburg suggests new additions to the dessert menu. Of Hugs's huge cupcake and Neil's big brownie. Now that's really good. Neil's big brownie would be excellent. All right, Greg, that'd be an easy addition to the to the menu. All right, a couple more here just to humor myself. Uh, here's one. 
Oh, here's a shot. Anyway, uh, here yeah. comes one. Don't even read that. <laughs> Don't read that. No, we'll read it. Uh, the Huggy Beer Belly Buster Burrito <laughs> with five pounds of beef. <laughs> hey. Hey, no, no. Well, Tony, this is going to go into like a 45-minute conversation. I just think it's unfair. Anyway, they already <laughs> left. They already left for Pitt. I'm fine. Anyway, um, last one. Neil Brown's Ground Round or Neil Brown Kentucky Bourbon Prime. There you go. Oh, so there you go. That's very see that very creative audience. Very creative audience. Well, there. I'm glad you learned something. A hot brown. Hot brown. So that's just on that it, fancy computer of yours. Well, go so look ba- on that up. Well, let me say it doesn't sound like it's a really uh, complicated culinary. Like it's a roast beef sandwich. No, no, you did not listen to. Oh, Skeeter. give it to me. What is it? You then? Didn't listen to Skeeter. Look it up. Give it to me. What at is the it? next break? We'll hit it. I'm going to give you time to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the guy that always yells out the trivia answers first <laughs> is not going to tell me again. We're out of here. All right, stay with us. More coming up. Uh, Xavier Dye, WV wide receivers coach, will be joining us in a bit. Do stay with us back after this from Subway. The Ultimate Cheesy Garlic Bread Collection from Subway presents ultimate. The Ultimate Holiday Song. Deck the bread with buttery garlic. Ultimate. Taste the melty mozzarella. Ultimate. Done, we now are tender steak. Try the new Ultimate Steak, part of the Ultimate Cheesy Garlic Bread Collection, only at Subway. The WVU Sports Medicine Center cares for athletes at all levels. We work to get every patient back to their highest level of activity, whether that means a two-mile jog or reporting for practice with the Mountaineers. Our physicians manage sports-related injuries and medical conditions that include muscle and joint pain, sprains, and concussions. To make an appointment, call 855-WVU-CARE. One of Schneiderdown's clients wasn't utilizing the tax deductions available to them. That is a big problem. Schneiderdown's helped the client amend their returns and recoup over $1.4 million dollars. The refund had a huge impact on the family-owned business. That is big thinking. And that's what you can expect from Schneider Downs. Big thinking with a personal focus for a wide range of businesses. To learn what big problems we can solve for you, visit SchneiderDowns.com. The gold and blue live here. This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. Welcome to the Orphan Diaries. Here's the founder of Food for Orphans, Gary Van Dyke. Ken doesn't know how old he is. He guesses at around seven. His whole life has been centered on finding food. You see, he lives at the dump and he's never been anywhere else. You can find Ken walking in a decaying landfill of rotting garbage, plastic bags, and shards of broken glass. Too many, Ken and children like him are invisible. But they're not, are they? For more information, visit www.foodfororphans.org.
More from Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, home of the Neil Brown Show. Got a question for Coach Brown? Send us a tweet at WVUMSN. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Neil Brown Show. It's a show that you learn a lot. I mean, it's not so, so much more than football. The Hot Brown. Let's talk about this. The Hot Brown, the name originally, because my wife called me out on this, comes from Louisville, Kentucky. All right. It's the the Brown Hotel, which is one of the staple hotels in Louisville. All right. And it's an open-faced turkey bacon um, sandwich. Mornay sauce. I'm not real sure what Mornay sauce is now. I'm not. I'm gonna plead ignorant on that. Special but, sauce. Yeah, but it's got tomatoes, um, and it's 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 quality. Does the wife ever make those over at the Brown House? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, yeah. With oh, there's gravy. Yes, gravy. Yeah, it's got gravy on it. No, yeah, cheese, cheese, gravy. Yeah, <laughs> getting corrected as normal. Yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what. Next time I get into your great native state, I'll get me one of those. Get I'll that have one of those. A, I look forward to that. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, there is. Well, oh, my gosh. Look at this. Wolf just showed us a picture Pain. when he was a tag team wrestler. Look how young you were, Pain Wolf. Holy heck. insane. Like that mohawk, Tony? You know, you look. <laughs> Tony, did you look up my guy Bray Wyatt to play for us? Right there. Yeah, much better wrestler than football player, but a great kid. <laughs> <laughs> he is a wild-looking dude, huh? Yeah. Kind of like like the Joker of wrestling, right? Yeah. He's a little scary-looking. Yeah, you know, his real name is Wyndham Rotunda, which is uh, his dad was a, was a big-time wrestler. Yeah. Remember the Rotunda, the tag team? Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How about that? There you go. Thank you. Appreciate that. Just just keep yelling at us. Okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, the release came out of the what I think to be are the final pictures, the renderings of what's going to happen at the Pushkar Center, and you guys are continuing. The Pushkar Center is getting a major renovation, and it's uh, it's needed. It's uh, you know. We are uh, really in, in the middle of December, or basically um, gutting the building, and it's going to be a two-phase project that'll be finished, uh, hopefully, some point between any time spring to early summer, going into the 21 season. So uh, I hope check check out uh, Twitter. You can go to the West Virginia Football uh, Twitter site. Right. Is that Twitter site? Yeah, Twitter on Twitter. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just Twitter, go to Twitter. Uh, just go to Twitter and go look up WVU yeah. football. At, yep. at, at, is it WVU football? Yep, at WVU football. Yep. yep, at WVU football. I sounded old right there. At the, a, Twitter, <laughs> at the Twitter site. It lonely. <laughs> are there? Yeah, I, right. age, I age just, myself tremendously. Just, Neil just said, yeah. just go, go to the, go, go to go the, the Twitter, inter- go uh, Twitter machine and, go, uh, yeah. No. Go to the internets. Go to, go to the internets <laughs> and look at the pictures on the internets. Yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, no, if you go to the at WVU football and you check out the renderings, uh, they're accurate, they're up to date. Um, and really, it's, it's going to, it's, it's going to be a tremendous push in recruiting. Um, we're adding uh, a little bit of space, but completely renovating new Hall of Traditions, new Players Lounge, new locker room, completely renovated offices, completely renovated uh, uh, meeting rooms. We're doing um, we're doing a lot of things, and it, it needs to, it needed to happen. We're behind yeah. facilities, probably ten out of ten right now um, in our league, and so this is much much needed and and 
Shane and and his crew have done a great job getting all those pieces in place. Tony, this is part of the Climbing Higher program and that they're doing and, and they're fundraising. And, you know, here's the cool thing is that, you know, there's a lot of people, or I mean some people that can give a, a whole bunch of money. But, you know, if you have a lot of people give a little bit of money, uh, that, that can make a difference as well. So, you know, it's not about who gives or what you give. It's about if you can give. And, uh, again, as you know, I'm, I'm part of that myself giving sure. and you know it's it's not a whole lot of money but i will tell you this is that I, i'm going to be in part of that program because we look at those drawings those renderings okay and i think you're expanding the locker room as well right no, no doubt and making the, the visitors locker room but you're expanding that to so be bigger for us that's going to do phenomenal stuff we talked about being a, a first tier program we always think we're first tier I, I played for a national championship against notre dame i always believe we were a first tier program but our facilities have not always been at that point. And this is where we're really making a move. We're making a move in so many different areas, in so many different sports. And, and this is part of the process. So I encourage anybody, if you have anything you can give, please do so because you, you'll be part of Climbing Higher at WVU Mountaineers Sports. Um, and the football is desperately needed, desperately needed. And it will do major, major things for our program. You know, one thing it'll do for the fans is that we'll flip the building around in the sense that the building has been kind of unusual. It was probably the only college football offices of the head coach in the country <laughs> <laughs> that looked out to the parking lot. I mean, that, that is and, true. And by that, I mean the, the standard office for coaches, it looks out onto the field. And so the Hall of Traditions is currently back where the field is. The Hall of Traditions is going to be the centerpiece when you turn off of Don Nealon Drive and into the Pushkar Center, the first thing that's going to hit you in the face is a new, there'll be two, two full stories, right? Mm -hmm. Two full stories yes. of glass, and that's where the Hall of Traditions will be. It'll be similar to the basketball practice facility that the first thing you do when you walk in is that you're in the Hall of be, Tradition. So that's that, and then the office And it'll be open to, to the, the general public, too. It'll, it'll make it much easier for the general public to come in and be able to take in all the, the sights and sounds in, in the Hall of Traditions. Yeah. And to the point of, to our former student-athletes, sure. they will absolutely always be able to take their kids, take their family, whoever yes. they're taking in there, because that has been a problem in the past because it was all the way in the back, and it didn't always work out. So that's going to be a huge relief for our former student-athletes as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you going to read your what's your uh, – Yeah, so just let's, real let's talk about Dougie's. Here we go. So suggestions as far as food goes. This came from a uh, – this came from a connoisseur of food. Um, Tony's tuna salad, Tony's turkey burger, Huggins's hot melt, which I think is perfect, right? Because when Huggs loses his mind, it's a hot melt. That's very good. <laughs> Neil's 911 sauce. So, how about so, that? So, like, how do you take it that you're all your are tuna, <laughs> tuna, tuna turkey? Turkey. I'm not gonna, I was going to just let it go. I wasn't going to engage. I wasn't going to engage. It might and, have to do with the sweater vest. Really getting to not like you. Um, here we go. Uh, he's now Dougie, who runs the place here, says maybe we can do the hot brown as a special for the last show of the Neil Brown. You, will you guys make the hot brown? Yeah, you guys would be up to that. Be the first one Tony's had. Yeah, I'd like that. Here's a couple more from text lines. Neil's on wheels. You like that? Neil's yeah. on wheels. Huggies buggies. There's a Huggies buggies uh, reference there. 
the Neil Brown Trust the Chef goulash. You just <laughs> never know quite. You just It says, you just never quite know what's in it, but just keeps getting better. So there you, there you go on that. It's kind of like Sloppy Joe's, right? Yeah, exactly. Neil Brown's Beans and Cornbread. That'd be, right? It's a, that'd be a good one. Uh, let's see here. And we have an obsessive person. It says, and to clarify about Polka, I was a fan when they were losing and a fan now that they're winning. Trusted the climb would happen. Okay. Just just to clarify. Just let it go. It's going to be all right. No one's going to beat you up in Polka. Um, let me see here. Okay. Rick from Huntington is a season ticket holder. I've never seen anybody kneel the ball on an extra point at James Madison game. This year, Neil Brown shocked everybody by doing this. I think that you should name some cheese sticks called the Kneelers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I promise you this will be the uh, promise you this will be the last one. <laughs> this, this last one of the night. Oh, here we go. Just that's another manly thing for me. Tony's turtle cheesecake. <laughs> All right, fine. We're the up. hits just uh, keep, they keep on going. What's but, up, guys? Hey, we talked about the receiving core, and here they are. Here they go. Look at those guys. Look how pretty they are. Yep. George, all I do is catch, catch touchdown passes Campbell. Except he, he didn't get in on the first one. Uh, I know. Well, yeah. that was he, he should have. 44% of his receptions have been for touchdowns. Yeah. Maybe the coaches should throw it to him more. Just hey. thinking yeah. out loud. Yeah. You're very good point. Right? Yeah. We threw it to him more this last week. <laughs> Guys, good seeing you. We invite you to stay tuned. Xavier Dye, Mountaineer Receivers Coach, joins us when we come back. Coach, thanks very much for being with us. We return after this. From MCM Business Systems, we mean business. MCM Business Systems is the engine that helps your business accelerate. Digital copiers, total solution office printers, computers and networking, office supplies and furniture, printing and signs. MCM is your full-service copy center. In West Virginia, we spell service MCM. Our goal, another satisfied customer. For more information, log on to mcmbusiness.com. Morgantown's number one new home builder and the official home builder of WVU Athletics, Dan Ryan Builders, builds award-winning homes for Mountaineers and their fans. Make your first home or your last home a dream home by Dan Ryan Builders. Dan Ryan Builders and WVU, a winning combination. Let's go Mountaineers! Visit DanRyanBuilders.com to learn more. Dan Ryan Builders, better value, better living. At Northeast Natural Energy, we're making the most for West Virginia through the state's abundance of clean natural gas. We're West Virginia operated, West Virginia trusted, and West Virginia fans. Northeast Natural Energy, doing things well for West Virginia. Mountaineer fans should choose the local, responsive, and dependable waste and recycling service that the Mountaineers themselves choose. That's Mountain State Waste, investing in our community. The waste company that the Mountaineers trust. MountainStateWaste.com Your home for WVU Athletics. This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Sweet strawberry icing. You're in goodwill and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot. Miniature donut earrings. You lean in. Ah, oh, that's the scent of shopping success. Because at Goodwill, every item you buy funds local job training and more. So bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill, bring good home. 
Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Sometimes auto accidents aren't really accidents at all. They are staged, deliberate crashes designed to make it look like it's your fault, when in fact, you're the innocent victim. The criminals that are behind them are interested in one thing, money from an insurance claim. If you think that accident was not really an accident at all, protect yourself. Call the police, take pictures of the damage, the people in the other vehicles, the license plates, licenses, and registration. Whenever you suspect fraud, call us at 1-800-TELL-NICB. Public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. Welcome back to the Neil Brown Show. We'll return to Keglers for more of tonight's show in just a moment. Drew Casey with you inside our MSN studios. Time now for a quick look around the rest of the Big 12, brought to you by MCM Business Systems. We mean business. Looking at the upcoming weekend across Big 12 football, and it's a full slate of games. All 10 league teams are in action. And let's run it down for you. Two games at 12 Eastern time, including 22nd-ranked Oklahoma State playing host to Kansas. The Cowboys are a near-three-touchdown favorite as OSU looks to improve to 4-3 and three in league play. Kansas is 1-5 against Big 12 opponents. Also at noon coming up on Saturday, an in-state battle in Texas. Texas Tech, after beating West Virginia last weekend at Morgantown, they're set to take on the Horned Frogs of TCU. At 3.30 Eastern, of course, as we've mentioned throughout the show, it's West Virginia and Kansas State from the Little Apple and Manhattan, Kansas. Our pregame coverage on MSN begins three and a half hours prior at 12 noon on Saturday. Also at 3.30, 19th-ranked Texas travels to Iowa State as the top half of the conference jostles for a position. And at 7.30, a big-time matchup in Waco, 13th-ranked Baylor, 9-0 atop the league, 6-0 in conference play. The Bears meet Oklahoma, 5-1 in conference play for the Sooners to this point. A Baylor win would certainly put the Bears in the driver's seat for an outright Big 12 regular season title. One other note, West Virginia men's basketball continues its season tomorrow night in the Backyard Brawl presented by EQT. 7 o'clock opening tip-off scheduled from the Peterson Event Center with pregame coverage beginning one hour prior at 6 o'clock. That's all for this week around the Big 12. I'm Drew Casey. This segment was brought to you by MCM Business Systems. We mean business. Our coverage of the Neil Brown Show live from Kegler's continues in just a moment. Join us each Thursday night here at Kegler's for good times, great food, and the Neil Brown Show from 6 until 8 p.m. Since 1994, Kegler Sports Bar has been one of Morgantown's most popular hangouts for sports fans. Come enjoy the game while eating Kegler's award-winning wings or try our selection of over 45 beers. But don't take our word for it. Come into Kegler's and see for yourself why we've been recognized nationally for our lively atmosphere and superior service. Follow us on Facebook or visit keglersportsbar.com to check out our daily specials. Kegler Sports Bar, sports, food, and great times. Know what today is? Today is your day to discover everything that your state has to offer. AARP West Virginia is in communities all across the state, connecting with you and your family. From Morgantown to Charleston, you can meet new people at their local events, get resources for caregiving and fraud protection, and work with them to improve your neighborhood. They're helping you make the most of your community so you can get out there and take on today and every day. Learn more at aarp.org WV. 
West Virginia Public Broadcasting is celebrating 50 years of bringing you unique music. 12 o'clock, you're listening to classical music here on Hello and welcome to Live From Here. This week we bring you... Welcome once again to Mountain Stage Live Performance Radio for the mountains. Hi, I'm Jim Lang, host of Eclectopia. Welcome to Lost Highways. I'm your host, Bill Lentz. Toys Legacy this week on the Thistle and Shamrock. Find your local station at wvpublic.org or a live Mountain Stage show at mountainstage.org. This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Pedestrian accidents are on the rise across the country, including a growing number of incidents involving guide dog teams. Guide Dogs for the Blind provides unparalleled training for its guide dogs and their partners who are blind or visually impaired to help them navigate the traffic on busy streets. If you're behind the wheel, please don't text while driving and keep a close lookout for the thousands of working guide dog teams that cross the streets every day. Thank you from Guide Dogs for the Blind. Is your life affected by someone else's gambling? If your answer is yes or you have more questions, Gammonon is there for you. Gammonon helps family members, friends, and those affected by a compulsive gambler find answers and strategies for dealing with the finances, debts, and strained relationships caused by gambling. Visit gam-anon.org for the national meeting list. Come to a meeting whether or not the gambler in your life seeks help or even recognizes that there is a gambling problem. For more information, go to gam-anon.org. We're talking West Virginia football on the Neil Brown Show. For more of tonight's show, let's go back to Kegler's Sports Bar and Grill with your host, Tony Caridi. Thanks so much for being with us, everybody. Still to come, trivia, prize giveaways. We've got tickets to the Oklahoma State game. And, ladies and gentlemen, for the very first time on the Neil Brown Show, please welcome to the program Mountaineer receivers coach Xavier Dye. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. You are the only you are the only assistant coach that brings your own camera crew with you. I mean, your guys your guys in the back, your guys in the back are uh, are videotaping this. I think what am I guessing guys? A film room tomorrow? Is that what you're going to try to hit them with? A little little yeah. Yeah, what be on their social media and stuff. Exactly right. He's, he's <laughs> Well, it's, it's everything's good. Everything's good. How are you, man? Doing well. Good. You guys doing good? Everything's great. Everything is great. Glad to be here. We're going to talk some football with Xavier, but first, the most intriguing thing when I read your bio when you first got hired here is former salesman of Maseratis. And I said, I got to ask you about being a Maserati salesman. <laughs> talk a little bit about, in all seriousness, your transition. Um, everyone's career goes different ways. Um, how, did, how did it all come about as to... Coming here to West Virginia, first the Neil Brown connection, and then the last, I'm sure, 11 months for you have been extremely busy. Yeah, so you want me to start with the Maserati? Sure, do the, give me the Maserati, man. <laughs> All right, so when I got out of college, I um, I started working for the, at the time, it was the Land Rover, yeah. Range Rover dealership in Greenville, South Carolina, and he ended up selling the dealership, and it became Lotus and a pre-owned dealership and two years after that he bought Maserati <laughs> and uh, I was I spent probably a few months there and during my high school um, coaching and working in the high school and stuff I worked there part-time as well to right. make you know more money and stuff like that 
But uh, it was a great experience, and you learn a lot just from the, the people you interact with on a daily basis. Uh, I also sold um, Chevrolets and Cadillac uh, down the road from the Maserati dealership. Oh, is that right? I kind of worked. Competed against yourself. It's, it, <laughs> it was it, it, back in South Carolina. It's called the Motor Mile in Greenville, South yeah. Carolina, yeah. and they were like probably half a mile down the road, and that's where I kind of just – I ran with it. I'm a big car guy, and, you know, I just I enjoy just the sound of a, you know, just a good motor and stuff uh -huh, like that. So uh -huh. I've always been into vehicles and stuff, so um, I just think it's something that, you know, just always been close to me. So yeah. that's kind of why that's I stuck neat. with it. And then the football called you back, huh? Oh, yeah. I've always been with the football. It's just that uh, I finally got, you know, when I got hired at Clemson, and then I had to give it up. So, <laughs> exactly. And then, then it was for real. Yes. Xavier, wait a minute. Isn't it Maserati like a small car? No. Oh no. A, oh no. They got no. SUVs now. They got a big. They got SUVs. The, the big four door is a Quattroporte. All right. <laughs> I know that's kind of hard to say. They got the Ghibli, which is a four door as well, but it's more of a, um, more of a. I guess it could be a mid size vehicle. Yeah. And then the Quattroporte is a full size. It's kind of about the 750 size. Yeah, you could fit in a well then. Oh yeah. So yeah. so the Joe lane. Walsh the Joe Walsh song says my Maserati goes 185. Oh, I yeah. lost my license. <laughs> so how how fast have you gotten a Maserati oh, to boy. go? Come on, give it give it to me. You can statue of limitations over. Plus you're in West Virginia, so it'll be cool. So so how fast have you gotten one up to? We took one out on the tarmac in Greenville at the downtown airport, and we got it to about 170. Ah, yeah, that feels good. We're smoking going down. <laughs> Just hoping the brakes work. <laughs> that, that, that's the, that's a, that's the best place to do it on an airport runway, yeah. right? That's yeah. just kind of let it for us. Yeah, that's 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 neat. So. Um, how'd you get here? Let's talk about your relationship with Neil Brown. And when the opportunity came, you were at Clemson last year, and Neil Brown gets the West Virginia job. How did it all happen? So we had come off the championship game from Levi Stadium out in California. And I want to say it was two weeks after that, I received a call from Coach Brown. I had only met him one time. He came to Clemson. He was uh, meeting with Coach Sweeney and stuff. And I met him very briefly. You know, and, of course, I'm a GA at the time. And I said, hey, if you need anything, just let me know. You know, stuff like that to help the coaches that come to uh, visit and stuff. So that's the only time I ever got to see Coach Brown or, you know, and – the funny thing is, you know, you see all these jobs that come open and stuff, and I knew the type team he built and stuff from Troy, and I remember them coming to Clemson. I was still a high school coach, and just they put up a big fight, and I'm like, Clemson ain't going to be really good this year because Troy about come in and whooped them. And I was like, this ain't good. But you go on to look the whole year, and they were pretty dang good themselves. So yeah. uh, that's the year Clemson actually went on to win the championship, and you just – I was thinking, I want to say during that time when all the coaches, you know, at December time, right. and, like, and I was like, where's this guy, the coach from, you know, Troy's going to end up, you know, because he's up-and-coming guy, and, you know, he's done a great job with that, um, their organization and stuff. And lo and behold, he calls me. Coach actually texts me, Coach Sweeney texts me. He said, you're going to get a call from the head coach from West Virginia. I said, who, like? I, I didn't know who it was at the time. <laughs> How about that? And he said, it's, it's Coach Brown from Troy. I said, okay. So he called me, and, you know, we in, I talked to him on the phone maybe 30 minutes. And he said, well, I'll have you on the flight up here tomorrow. I said, 
Say what? Like, <laughs> so he, yeah, I'm gonna interview you. So the next day I flew up, I got in maybe three o'clock, and it's about three degrees outside. <laughs> um, but one of the guys drove me over, and I met with Coach for probably three and a half, maybe four hours. We interviewed, and um, it was maybe a week later. Right in the week, I think, is when he called back and said, you ready to get going? I'm like, I've had to pause for a second and say, wait a minute. Like, yes, I'm ready to go, you know. So um, it's been a blessing to be here and just to have an opportunity to be here in West Virginia, knowing the the history and, you know, how passionate the people are for this um, this program and stuff. And, you know, just it's just it's an honor to be here. Yeah. Well, it's great to have you. So, Xavier, what do you remember the most about three and a half hours to four hours is a long time yeah. uh, to be in an interview. What do you remember the most about what you talk about? Oh, just the receiver plate. You can talk about receiver plate all day. All day long. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can go all day. Did you talk about There's how so you... much stuff that you can talk about. You get into details about things and, um, you know, just how you're going to handle your guys and, you know, things of that nature, um, just handling a certain situation. Uh, and I think that, you know, well, I hope I did a great job because you have me. <laughs> no, absolutely. But, but I mean, like when you were at Clemson, how much control did you actually have as a graduate assistant uh, of your position? Yeah, so when those guys would be on the road and stuff like that, they would leave the whole offense and somebody had to run it. So I was the guy that was lucky enough to run it. So when you get up in front of all those guys, you better know what you're talking about because mm -hmm. those guys, they know a good bit of football too. Um, you know, having those fifth-year guys and stuff, and they've been in the offense for a long time. Um, so I think that – um, that really helped, and then just the things that Coach Scott, Jeff Scott, and um, Coach Sweeney just gave me, you know, they gave me a lot more um, things to do. You know, mm -hmm. most people they don't trust, they wouldn't give as much, um, but they gave me a lot of stuff, and I just ran with it, and I just worked my tail off. I'll tell you what, that's a great story, and obviously Coach Sweeney uh, gave you uh, the heavy, heavy recommendation to Neil and say, hey, this is a guy that you got to have. And that's normally how this all this business works. It's always about relationships. That's right? correct, yep. What similarities do Neil and Dabo have? The first one I would say is they're very competitive. You know, just being – Coach Sweeney was my position coach at first before he came to head coach. And, you know, just how his competitive nature and Coach Brown is – I mean, it's, it's crazy because they're like how you want your coach to be. You know, very competitive. Um, you know, they love their guys. You know, we work hard. And, uh, you know, he's just, you know, a family man. You know, those things go a long way with recruits and their families and stuff. Because not all the kids have uh, stable homes and stuff. I didn't sure. have one. So um, th those things, the, a lot of the recruits, they look for in the program and stuff like that to help them grow up and develop into young men and stuff. Yeah. When we come back, we'll talk about the kids that you inherited, the kids that are in your room right now, young kids for the most part, and they'll all be back around uh, with uh, maybe just one exception or so. So do stay with us. Xavier Dye, Mountaineer Receivers Coach, is our guest, and we're back at you after this from United Bank. Proud to be united with the Mountaineers. Get more bank for your business with United Bank. Whether you'd like to start a business, purchase commercial real estate or equipment, United Bank can help. We support business development throughout our great state, making business and consumer loans and fueling opportunities. Small business owners' dreams come true and larger corporations grow. What can we do for your business? United Bank, West Virginia's bank. Proud to be united with the Mountaineers. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. 
Injured in a car wreck? The last thing you should worry about is how much it's going to cost you to fight the insurance company. Call 800-687-5990. Attorneys Farmer, Klein, and Campbell. It costs you nothing out of pocket, and we don't get paid unless you do. We know about the money the insurance companies won't tell you about. We could get you more. Injured in a car wreck? It costs you nothing out of pocket. Nothing. Call attorneys Farmer, Klein, and Campbell, 800-687-5990. Around here, you matter. We've invented a new messaging system using the crisp sounds of Bud Light. Crisp Code, Football Edition. This is how you say, game tonight. Bring Bud Light. Fantasy fees are due. That's it for today. Brewed with no corn syrup. Bud Light. Crisp. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer. Anheuser-Busch. St. Louis, Missouri. We're talking West Virginia football on the Neil Brown Show. For more of tonight's show, let's go back to Kegler's Sports Bar and Grill with your host, Tony Caridi. All right, we continue. We welcome you back inside Kegler's Sports Bar. Tony Caridi along with Dale Wolfley and Mountaineer wide receivers coach. Xavier Dye joins us. So you make the transition. You come to Morgantown. And, yes, it's cold. And Neil Brown and you guys have a lot of work to do. You inherit a receiver's room, which is incredibly young. Not quite, uh, not quite still in diapers, but not too far away. Uh, incredible. What was your take when you went into your first receiver's room as an assistant coach, power five, and now you know you're not the GA, you're the guy. <laughs> what was your early take? Because your room has changed a great deal since when you guys started in January to where it is now. Yeah, first thing, I was very excited, you know, to get in there and have my own group and stuff like that, and you want to get your guys ready to go, and, um, you know, just, it, it was just a blessing, honestly, because, you know, I wasn't thinking about getting a job and, you know, leaving Clemson and all that, but um, the opportunity presented itself, and and it's been the best thing, um, but the first thing, walking in, you know, you don't really know, a lot of unknowns and stuff, you know, the guys that left and all the production that they had. Right. So you just have to go in, and it's like uh, you see what you got, and it's like, well, it's time to go to work. So we have a lot of work to do, and um, I think the guys are getting better. And we just got to keep, you know, chomping at the bit. Yeah. Um, talking to Neil, this group, as we said earlier, is going to be going to be with us here for several years. It's got the chance. This group right now has got the chance to be not just good. They got a chance to be in the years to come as they mature an extremely great core of receivers oh yeah i just think we we just got to keep getting better each day you know yeah. we can't and you know one of the things i tell those guys is you know yeah we're gonna have freshmen playing but nobody's gonna tell oklahoma or baylor say hey wait a minute i got a freshman standing out here you put your freshman in and go no you got to go against some of these guys are maybe top round picks so um you have to be ready to play at all times and um, no matter the year um and stuff like that but I tell them, I say, we, if you're out there, you, you're, we're putting a lot on you, so you have to go out there and do your job and do what you're supposed to do. What do you tell Sam James, who just had one of the most ex- remarkable days? Of, you know, he's a redshirt freshman. What do you tell him right now? Just keep getting better. Just keep getting better. Yep. Don't keep perspective. Yep. Just you know, we we're not where we want to be, but um, and I tell him like later on down the road, we're gonna get there. You know, a lot of these teams are not going, they're not gonna want to play us. I can tell you that just because of the way that. This thing. We're trending up right now, and, you know, the guys are working hard. You know, we're not seeing the results that we want right now, but later on down the road, it's going to be – we're going to be a tough tough bunch. Mm-hmm. So, 
walk us through Sam James. What makes him te- what makes him a good wide receiver? And I know he's still got a ton of work to do, but you can see that it's there. What makes him good? I'd say he's got uh, the speed and quickness combo. Um, he just he's able to do a lot of stuff, you know, in the backfield, coming in motion and stuff like that. And he can also stretch the field. So we don't have everybody has their own unique um, talents and stuff. And he's got one that. He has a lot of them, and, um, you know, just we're trying to maximize them, and, you know, hopefully he will, you know, explode out and be one of the greatest that we've had here. So um, that's part of my job, to get him prepared to to take over and be the guy that can, you know, do it consistently. Right. You know, that's the main thing, being consistent. And uh, it's hard for a young guy, but the only thing you do is just keep encouraging them, keep challenging them, and, you know, it'll pay off in the long run because now once those guys – have got to where that you can teach the younger guys, you know, when these younger guys come in, now you're developing your whole group, and now these guys can be able to run and take this whole program, and you can just coach your butt off, and, you know, we'll be set for a while. Right, exactly. Yeah, you have more than uh, Sam James, obviously, so you got, you know, uh, Bryce Wheaton is a redshirt freshman. You got Ali Jennings, a true freshman. Mm -hmm. What is their potential? And, and, you know, obviously when you have a marquee guy, maybe, for potential, uh, and Sam, but you also need other receivers to be able to take away Correct. so that they can't bracket him, they can't double him. So, I mean, what what are these other guys bringing? Because, you know, it looks like Ali, to me, is also pretty sensational. And yeah. Bryce Whedon looks like an Adonis. Yeah, so, I mean, it's for all of them. they got to keep getting better. they got to keep developing as a receiver and learning the ins and outs of our, off, of our offense and stuff. Um, you know, with Bryce, he's a big-body kid, and um, you can see some glimpses of him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what we want to see all the time. And I tell him he's got the body type to be, like, one of the best at the position because it's hard to guard that. It's hard to guard a foot 6'4", 220-pound guy. Right. You know, so um, I tell him you got to use your tools to your advantage, you know, what God gave you. And, you know, he, he's been getting better, but, you know, like I said, we still got to keep working on him consistency the main thing what is the biggest thing Xavier we're talking with Xavier Dye Mountain receivers coach what's the biggest thing that fans don't pick up on that don't notice that make receivers special what are the little nuances that you focus on with these guys the, the main thing is playing without the football what are you doing when that ball because you, you you might catch two three maybe zero maybe 10 15 catches but like what are you doing those other 65 70 plays sure. so those are the things that um, I'm more excited to see that stuff than the catches. And so I already know what you did with the catch. I want to see what you did without the football. Because at, at all times, there's no playoff for nobody. You should be on your guy. Unless he's running away from you, you should be running to get him. And, you know, I, I take pride in those guys, you know, putting their hands on those DBs and mauling them in the ground, stuff like that, without penalties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and I recognize that stuff more so than, any of the other ones, touchdowns, we know you scored a touchdown. Right. I want to know what you've done these other couple of plays. Where do you think you are as a group as far as blocking? I think we've, we're getting better. Um, there's still some technical stuff we need to clean up and stuff like that, but I think we've been getting better. We've been trying to play more physical, you know, which is what you have to do at this position. Um, I tell them the DB should hate to line up in front of you. They should hate this, like, oh, man, we got to play these guys. They're going to get after us the whole night, catching, blocking, Whatever it is, you know, and uh, that stuff goes a long way because when those coaches watch with their guys, they tell them the same thing, what they see and our our weaknesses and stuff. Hey, you can get out this bunch. They don't play through the whistle or 
oh, they take plays off and stuff like that. Right. You know, so. Well, it's, it's obvious on tape that they're, they're getting better. Uh, I, I know you're not there where you want to be yet because they're young, so they're going to be a little bit inconsistent for sure. But, I mean, that's pretty much the, what you, all you guys have. Yeah. And then you actually have to work with Travis Trickett, mm-hmm. uh, who controls the tight end, but also the inside receiver. So Correct. how does that work with your correlation? How do you how do you work that out in practice? Oh, we, we, it's fine. It's just um, like his guys, he's doing all the subbing and stuff like that. And uh, he helps me, you know, make sure my guys are in and, um, he's able to coach his guys a little bit more because I'm signaling and all that good stuff. And more of my stuff is when they come to the sideline or in the meeting room. So, um, And he helps me say, hey, they missed this right here. So he, he has it's another eye for me as mm-hmm. well. So it's, it works good. Well, good. That's as far as this Saturday important. goes, Xavier, what's the biggest key against this Kansas State team? We've got to get out to a fast start. Get out to a fast start, and we've got to maintain and finish strong. That's the main. You got to get out to a fast start with the teams like this. They're, I mean, you can see they've beat Oklahoma and stuff. So we get out to a fast start, and where they have to catch up, and it's a little bit harder for them. But if we can get out to a fast start and get these guys rolling early, get their confidence up, and then we just gotta, you know, keep piling it on if we can. Exactly right. All right. Real last last quick question for you. From the ACC to the Big 12 style of play, has it been significantly different for you as far as how teams play in this league? Or it has, huh? Oh, yeah. What's the biggest difference? Just some of the defenses you see. It's like uh, this is the first time I've seen the defenses that they've shown in the league. Of course, it's a passing league. A lot of teams throw the ball and stuff. But in the ACC, you see a lot of you know, those big personnels and the guys, they trying to pound the ball on you, trying to run out the clock on you so you don't have the ball. Sure. And, uh, they I mean, we throw it some, too, in that league. But um, this league, top to bottom, it's, it's a lot of competition. Yeah, it and is. And it's, it's tough. And uh, I think it it makes us better, especially once, um, you know, all the postseason stuff. You, you've seen a lot of ball. Yeah. And I think it's – I mean, the way things are going, especially with the four new coaches in the league this year, it's, 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 there is going to be no basement. <laughs> it's going to be – it's going to – every single week is going to be just extremely – as it is. And the round robin. Exactly. And the round robin schedule, yep. Xavier, thanks so much for your time. We wish you guys the best. We yeah. appreciate it. Thank you so Ladies much. Ladies and gentlemen, I enjoyed it. Xavier Dye right, with us. You. Stay with us when we come back. Trivia time after this from Julius Pepperoni Rolls, the official pepperoni roll of the West Virginia Mountaineers. Julia's Original Pepperoni Rolls are the official pepperoni rolls of the West Virginia Mountaineers. Still made with the same recipe since 1925, Julia's Pepperoni Rolls feature delicious homemade bread, succulent pepperoni, mouth-watering cheese, and are conveniently available at all concession stands throughout Milan Pushkar Stadium during Mountaineer football games. Julia's Pepperoni Rolls and Chico Bakery, proud to be an official partner of West Virginia Athletics. Central Van and Storage, the official moving company of the Mountaineers, is the area's largest and most trusted full-service home, office, and commercial mover. With six locations in West Virginia and neighboring states, Central Van has an office near you to handle your moving needs. Whether it's local, long-distance, or international, let Central's expert moving crews take the stress out of your relocation. For a free, no-obligation quote, visit them online today at centralvan.com or call 1-800-753-1898. Central Van and Storage, the official moving company of the Mountaineers. The Golden Blue live here. This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. 
Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. People join Walk MS to raise awareness and funds that change the world for everyone affected by multiple sclerosis. Walk MS brings communities together, creating teams with friends, loved ones, and coworkers to rally around those we care about and end MS forever. Together, we can change the world for people with MS. Register today at walkms.org. We're talking West Virginia football on the Neil Brown Show. For more of tonight's show, let's go back to Kegler's Sports Bar and Grill with your host, Tony Caridi. Hey, folks, it's time for Mountaineer Trivia from Mountaineer World. You can get game day ready at the largest Mountaineer store in the world, located in Bridgeport, just off of exit 121. Are you all ready for trivia? Here we go. Simple questions, simple answers. Just Raise your hand, don't yell the answer out. First up, we've got a Mountaineer water bottle. Mountaineer water bottle to start things off. And you ready? Raise your hand, don't yell the answer out, please. Thank you very much. Everyone plays by the rules, including you, Denver Allen. Here we go. Where did Kansas State head coach Chris Kleiman coach last season? Where did Chris Kleiman coach last season? First hand up was this gentleman here. South Dakota State is incorrect. The older gentleman with the uh, older gentleman with the gray hair, sir, go ahead. North Dakota State. North Dakota State. Congratulations, uh, you got yourself a water bottle. That's a nice Here we one. Go. Here we go. Next up, this is for a Mountaineer hat, which is really neat, and two tickets to the Oklahoma oh. State game. The hat and two tickets. Here you go. You ready? Raise your hand. Don't yell the answer out. West Virginia has three players on the roster. West Virginia has three players on the roster from foreign countries. Name the countries where those players are from. Name the three countries that West Virginia has players on its roster from. Uh, first hand up is BJ. Go ahead. Australia, Canada, and Germany. Australia, Canada, and Germany. Two out of three is correct. Way in the back, sir. Yes, you. Yes, you. Australia, Canada, and Sweden. You're a winner. Two tickets and a ball cap. There you go. Next question. Pretty easy. Pretty question. Yes, yeah, so close to Germany doesn't count. Okay, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> uh, another easy question, if you're paying attention. This is for two tickets to the Oklahoma State game. What school did Neil Brown begin his coaching career at? What school did Neil Brown begin his coaching career at? Where's the first school that Neil Brown? You're already you're out. You're already won. What school did Neil Brown coach for the very first time? We did 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 we did 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 did. Come on, guys. Anybody his first school? I'll give you a hint. Sir, go ahead. UMass, that's not a hint. That's the answer. Mm -hmm. University of Massachusetts. There you go. You got two tickets. Now, lastly, this is for the uh, this is for a Mountaineer helmet, and that is the same helmet that they'll use on Saturday, right? No, it's the same helmet. I mean, really, no. So here we go. There you go. Thank you. So last one. Name. Raise your hand. Don't yell the answer out. There are four Mountaineers defensively, four Mountaineers on the defense on this week's depth chart, who are West Virginia natives who will start on Saturday. Name the four West Virginia natives who will start on defense 
on Saturday. Name the four West Virginia natives who will start on defense this coming Saturday on this week's depth chart. Sir, did you already win something? Okay, but if we'll hold on to you in case no one else raises their hand. Uh, the older gentleman with the Mountaineer sweatshirt on. Yes, sir, go ahead. You're. You're close, you're warm. No, so his answers were Reese Donahue, Darius Stills, and Dylan Tonkery. He's got three of the four. Who's the fourth West Virginia native who will start on defense? This works. Go ahead. Who? No, he's not starting. He's not starting. Starting. Got to be a starter this week on the depth chart. Starter on the depth chart. Starter on the depth chart. Anybody go? BJ, I'll give you one chance. Stills. Tonkery. Donahue? No, Bonamico's not starting. The older gentleman back here with the, uh, yeah, that's you. No, not both stills. Way in the back. Give it to me. Yes, you're the there winner. You there you go. Reese Donahue, Darius Stills, Dylan Tonkery, and Shea Campbell of Morgantown. You got yourself a Mountaineer <laughs> helmet. Congratulations, everyone, for playing. We do truly appreciate it. Do stay with us. We've got more coming up after this from WVU uh -huh. Medicine. The experts at the WVU Heart and Vascular Institute go above and beyond. Why? Because nobody should have to travel far to find the care they need. We've grown, and today we're now West Virginia's largest and most advanced cardiac care team, performing groundbreaking procedures using cutting-edge technology. Our doctors deliver care in West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Maryland, and now Virginia. Our patients are experiencing positive outcomes that help transform their lives. Let us transform yours. Gear up with the latest Mountaineers apparel from the official online store, shopwvu.com. You'll find a great selection of over 2,000 Mountaineers products, including official team merchandise from Nike. Get everything a Mountaineers fan needs, including jerseys, sideline gear, polos, t-shirts, hats, and more. Remember, real Mountaineers gear up at the West Virginia Mountaineers official online store, shopwvu.com. From the firing of the musket to country roads, we bleed gold and blue. This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. I'm getting older. Do I need to worry about falling? Yes, you do. Each year, one in four people 65 and older will experience a fall, and many will be serious. The majority of falls happen at home, so remove things that could make you trip and install handrails to keep you steady. To learn more about the steps you can take to help prevent a fall, please talk to your doctor. You can also visit aarpfoundation.org or medicaremadeclear.com slash falls. This message was brought to you by United Healthcare and AARP Foundation. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry, I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. We're talking West Virginia football on the Neil Brown Show. For more of tonight's show, let's go back to Kegler's Sports Bar and Grill with your host, Tony Caridi. 
Okay, final 30, 60 seconds or so. Wolf, mm -hmm. West Virginia, K-State again, our pregame coverage, high noon, kick at 3.30 on Saturday. We invite you to join us. Before that, we've got Mountaineer football tomorrow night, 6 o'clock pregame, 7 o'clock tip. Give me your keys to the game. What has to happen? You've been watching tape. They're very disciplined. What do you need to do here? Well, they're just good at everything, Tony, but they're not great at everything. They're just good. So basically, they're not going to beat themselves. I'll tell you what West Virginia has to do. Last week against Baylor or against Texas Tech, I think the, the defense was out of gas. I, I really do. I think they came out. Uh, I appreciate Coach Brown saying that's his responsibility and taking the final buck. But you know what? As a former player, you got to get yourself mentally prepared to play each and every game. You're only guaranteed a minimum of 12 games per year. So, honestly, that's on the players. But what? This is what they got to do. They got to come out on both sides of the ball and on special teams, and they got to play four quarters. Play four quarters and finish, and I think we're going to be just fine. We've been competitive in every game, but we haven't really played a complete game in all three phases of the ball. Hopefully that'll happen on Saturday. All right, folks, so here's the dealio. Thank you all very much for being with us. As I said, tomorrow night basketball pit, 6 o'clock airtime. Saturday, noon pregame, 3.30 kick. Monday, Mountaineer basketball at the Coliseum, 6 o'clock pregame, 7 o'clock. And the Bob Huggins show next week is Tuesday night here. Tuesday night for Hugs, Thursday night for Neil, and then Friday basketball, and then Saturday, Oklahoma State. So it's a great night to be a Mountaineer. Thanks for being with yeah. us. Talk to you again down the road. See y'all. At United Bank, banking means more than financial solutions. It means rallying around the causes that are important to our customers, employees, and communities. While we have grown in size and presence, we have never forgotten our roots. By giving back to our local communities and funding business development, we help fuel economic growth. Our success is your success. Because to us, this is home. United Bank, West Virginia's bank. Proud to be united with the Mountaineers. Member FDIC. We are Staples, and we're ready to help shape the future of work life. With a team of real people by your side, dedicated to serve. Sharing innovative ideas to keep your team connected, productive, and inspired. With a product assortment focused on business, so you can find exactly what you need. We're Staples, the work-life fulfillment company. Get to know us at staplesadvantage.com. This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba. Please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council.
listening to The Neil Brown Show on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Join us from Kegler Sports Bar and Grill in Morgantown throughout the season and hear Coach Brown talk Mountaineer football. The Neil Brown Show has been brought to you by Dan Ryan Builders. Better value, better living. Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, home of The Neil Brown Show. MCM Business Systems, we mean business. Bud Light, crisp. Please enjoy responsibly by Mountaineer World, the largest WVU store in the world. Located off I-79, Bridgeport Exit 121. By Subway Restaurants, the official training restaurant of athletes everywhere. United Bank, West Virginia's bank. Proud to be united with the Mountaineers. And by WVU Medicine, official medical provider of Mountaineer Athletics. Be sure to join us right here on this MSN station on game day for coverage beginning three and a half hours before kickoff. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Mountaineers Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.